welcome to another episode of iBytes. I am your host, Daniel, and with me as always, my good friend, my tech buddy, my co-host, Sajin. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Yeah, how's uh, staying out of trouble? Staying out of trouble, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry we're a little bit late today. We didn't record an episode in January. Sadly, we uh, life is rather busy. Uh, you know, I know you have schoolwork. Uh, I sadly caught COVID during the holidays, so I was a bit out for the count for the month. And with yeah, work keeping nice. me rather busy, so yeah, we were a little bit uh, occupied in the month of January. So, But we are back a little bit late in February, but we are finally back. Hope you enjoyed your holidays, Saj. Yeah, my my holidays were good. Uh, it was pretty laid back though; wasn't too busy. I had a lot of schoolwork to do, catching up, not catching up, but like I had, you know, schoolwork to do. So I mm-hmm. uh, got busy with that. And uh, I heard that you got COVID. How how did that go? Oh, that was uh, oh, that was uh, I was a pretty picture on. Uh, well, it wasn't really during the uh, Christmas break. It was more like closer to New Year's Eve. Uh, New Year's Eve, I remember waking up, I was fine. And then later that evening, uh, yeah, it, it started hitting me with a like sore throat. I felt like I was swallowing sandpaper. And the next day I woke up, I was like, I was not pretty. Uh, so that whole weekend of the New Year's, I was literally, I think, half conscious throughout the weekend. I don't remember half of what, I don't remember what happened. I think I watched a, I, I spent the weekend listening to a Star Trek marathon, <laughs> listening to a lot of Star Trek films. But other than that, you know, it was, it, it took me about three or four days before I was able to, uh, the worst went over. And then after that, I just took a while for the lingering effects to go away. But now I'm in, I'm back in shape. My throat's still a bit tickly a little bit though, but for the most part, you know, the worst of the symptoms are gone. And like awesome. I said, January, you know, was uh, pretty busy at work and all that stuff. So uh, that's why we didn't but, able to record an episode. But uh, yeah, you know, other than that, you know, uh, any new uh, uh, presents for Christmas this year? Or oh, for Christmas, I bought myself the Apple Pro Display XDR, <laughs> which cost me over seven thousand. Oh, yeah, that's over I, I, six thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I thought you were crazy about that. I'm like, that's six thousand dollars for a monitor. Are you nuts, <laughs> man? I I was so I'm like okay. <clears throat> it was it was um well first of all it wasn't a big big investment it wasn't like yeah. you know six thousand dollars all right i have six thousand dollars <laughs> throw on and buy it <laughs> i was i i had to go through a lot of you know um try, trying to figure out how, how i can buy this thing but anyway i i i got it and the main reason why i bought it on mac os when you zoom mm-hmm. in Things get blurry for some weird reason. I called Apple Accessibility and 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 they said, "Oh, it could be maybe the Retina display, and mm. uh, it's, it's not sharp enough and stuff." I'm like, "Okay." So I had a I had a 32 inch monitor, a 1080p ViewSonic, and it was pretty good. But every time I zoomed in, it got really really blurry, and I I could not see anything when I'm trying to edit stuff. It's just not ideal Mm -hmm. and then i'm like okay let me go buy a 4k monitor and i hopped on amazon and i bought something which made a big big difference i'm like okay wait apple has a 6k monitor will that improve it more right if it can improve it why not right Mm -hmm. uh less strain on my eyes and i bought um so i returned that one and i bought this one and yeah it has fixed my problem and i'm that's good well uh, you know six thousand dollars we hope that would fix your problem (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, yes. I, 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 how many? Oh, what's the resolution on those? Like what? Six K? I think six K. Yeah, it's six six K. It has one thousand uh, peak brightness. And it's a wow. peak, peak peak brightness, and sorry, no six sixteen hundred peak brightness and one thousand sustained brightness. Wow! Across the whole monitor. So yeah, you can sit here and get blinded. <laughs> So this is like looking at a sun. Uh, wow, I can imagine. Yeah. Well, I, I can imagine with your, you know, your your low vision. That it's got to be helpful to have as high of a resolution as possible. So when you zoom into stuff, it's easier for you on the eyes to be able to look at it and uh, not have to strain your eyes too much. Right. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, any new other? I heard you buy yourself a new webcam, the cam that goes on top of it as well. That magnetic. How's that working out? Oh yes, the um, the Logitech Brio, um, right? Brio, yeah, it's called a Brio, but uh, they don't call it a Brio for the Mac. It's the, mm-hmm. the same thing as a Brio, but a different stand, which yeah. is magnetized, like you mentioned, uh, magnetizes on top of the monitor, mm-hmm. and it's it's a nice, it's just pretty pretty strong. I thought it would like every time I like adjust it up and down, it, the mm-hmm. magnet, the it, it would like un, what's that, un- unmagnetize, <laughs> is that yeah, a word? Yeah. Uh, off the <laughs> monitor, and. Uh, 
No, it stays and... Uh, That's good. It's, it's awesome. See, it's the same camera. I've got the same one. I bought that last year, the Brio, but it's uh, it's got the clamps you can put on your monitor. You can also take the clamp off. Uh, I've been thinking about you putting on one of my boom arms. I've got a condenser mic here with a boom arm. I was going to think, ah, I can probably take the mic off of that and put the camera on that. But I'm like, ah, I just I want to keep the, the condenser mic nearby if I ever want to use it. And uh, that way I just keep clamping on my monitor every time I need to use it. And when I'm right. done, I take off the camera and just put it aside. But uh, no, no, you know, it's been... Uh, Pretty uneventful. Now, the one thing I, I have to say, I did buy one thing uh, during the holidays, and uh, you already know what it is, but I'll let the listeners know. So, the, every episode that we've done in the podcast, I've had a different microphone. So, <laughs> the first episode we did when it was our, our our intro, I actually had, I think I was using the Samson Q2U as my first mic, yes, uh, which is a you know, very popular budget-friendly mic. Uh, I think Jonathan Mosen recommends that one a lot. And it's a very good microphone, good dynamic, and I loved it. But then in my quest to find a better mic, I had a couple of friends of mine who are musicians and they said, oh, go for the Shure SM58. It's a great rugged mic. It will last you forever. So that's what I bought. And on episode number two, that's the microphone Same I was using when we, were, when we did the episode with our friend Samantha. I was using that SM58. I I know that's the microphone you're currently using right now. Uh, But you know what? In my, I wasn't quite pleased. I still wanted to get something that was going to last me forever. And plus, you know, to be honest with you, I wanted to get a mic that was better than yours. So I can be like, my sound is better than yours. (laughs) So I actually uh, spent a bit of time, looked around, uh, shopped on YouTube to see what, you know, reviews. And I ended up buying, it was it was a toss-up between the Shure SM7B or, uh, and this is one I actually found out through, uh, I think it was Sweetwater. Uh, they're a music store in the United States, and they have a YouTube channel. And I ended up buying the Electro Voice RE20. Now, this is a very expensive microphone. This is probably going to be the last one. I don't want to say the price. It's nowhere near the price tag of your monitor. Uh, <laughs> I think it was close to like $600. Uh, but it is a broadcasting microphone. And for those of you who are wondering what it looks like, if ever you've seen the show Frasier with Kelsey Grammer, that is the microphone he uses when he's doing his radio show. And is a, it, it's hefty. It's a very big microphone. It actually, thankfully, work, fits on my boom arm, and my boom arm can't support it. And it, it sounds really good, I have to admit. Uh, I figured for the price tag I paid for it, it bloody work, better work fine. And it sounds better than my SM58 uh, ever did. So this is probably the last microphone I'm ever going to buy because you know, it's, it's getting he's, expensive he's, he buying audio equipment. What's that? He's, he says probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's... Well, there's also the SM7B, but I'm like, yeah, you know what? I kind of like my uh, RE20. It sounds really good. So, yeah, if, if I sound a little bit weirder or I, I sound better than I did, like you probably noticed, you know, first episode better I sounded me, fine. Yes. Second, I was a little bit better. And now I'm, I'm sounding way better. I'm like, that's why, because it's like I, I wasn't using the same microphone uh, for each of the episodes. But I promise you, this is the last microphone I'm buying because <laughs> it's it's not a cheap mic. Uh, no, cheap but, uh, you know, I want to make sure that I sound professional. I sound good. So that's why I, I, for me, it's an investment. So. Uh, like your monitor for me, this microphone's an investment. So yeah, that's uh, that was pretty much what we did during the holiday. So now let's get into this. The first thing that we wanted to oh, bring before up. Before you do, yeah, I was also going to mention that I bought a few accessories for my drone. Um, wow, what did you buy? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was looking at the regulations and stuff uh, um, here, and they're like, "Oh, if you're gonna fly it at night, you need to put a strobe on it." And then I started looking at uh, other accessories for the drone and I found something. It's called like an iPhone hood, which attaches to the back of the phone. Okay. Um, Not the phone, but the back of the controller. And it provides, like, it actually provides shade on your phone. So when you're flying, you can actually see something on your phone. When you're trying to fly in a bright light, you can't see anything on your phone, just fingerprints. And you you can wipe that thing how much you want. But then the thing is you kind of have to tap around the phone to like move your drone. Mm -hmm. And well, this will, you know, cover up the, the, the sun, provide shade to the phone. And I can actually see something on the phone. And it also, Came with the lanyard, so I can put it around my neck. Mm, nice, which is awesome. So yeah. Are you? But this is you ever, you ever told me about this one? No, this is new. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's recent, actually. That's why. Okay. All right. Well, we'll start uh, first thing on our list. We want to talk about. So iOS fifteen point three came out uh, during I think about January, I believe, or is it uh, February? Beginning of February, I think. Right. Um, uh, February. Yeah. This was the reason why we bring it up is because it had a pretty significant update security patch for Safari, I believe. Not too sure of the detail. I think it could see some information. I think. 
Uh, yeah, you could. People could. There was like a. I think there's a some sort of exploit that was. Um, from what I read online, it says it's Safari bug that, uh, prov- uh, that leaks user uh, history and Google ID. Apparently, uh, that's what I found online. But uh, this actually resolved that issue. So uh, I know that in the meantime they've had fifteen point three point one that came out recently as well. Uh, but yeah, for anybody using an iPhone, I would recommend highly that you update. Make sure you keep your phone up to date, whether it's an Android or a iPhone. Uh, you always want to make sure that you keep these updates as much as possible because they not only that they you know they update the operating system, but they also make sure that you have security patches and you know repairs or fixes vulnerabilities that are found in any operating system. So yeah, it's always a good thing to keep your things up to date. So I'm guessing you've updated your phone to that one now. You're on the beta, actually. I think uh, so. You're probably yeah. On I'm 15. running 15.4. 15. betas, but we'll get into that in the next. Yeah, well, that's you know, I, a lot I, more. Features that's coming you know, up. when you have a beta. I always say that's at your own risk. Uh, for me, I'd rather not put any betas on my devices because these are daily drivers. I don't want to put. It, I don't want to run the risk of having any bugs or issues. So that's why if you have an extra phone and you feel courageous enough to do a beta, go right ahead. But for your daily driver, I strongly recommend you do not put a beta on your. Uh, or if you want to do it, fine. Just you know. You're, it's you do it at your own risk. So <laughs> exactly, don't do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, had, uh, once I had my iPad Pro, I had it on that, and then at mm-hmm. school. Luckily, it happened after the last class. The mm-hmm. iPad got stuck on a boot loop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sucks. That's why with betas, you just never know what That's might happen. So if you have an extra device, it's great to put it on there because, again, you're not relying on this extra device. So if you put a beta on there and you have a problem or issues or it crashes, then that's fine. You know, you're not uh, you're not you're not out of luck. Uh, your daily you know, if you have your like for me, I only have the one iPhone personal and I'm not I'm not courageous enough to put a beta on there because I just for me, if this goes out of whack, I'm kind of out of luck. So, yeah, you know, do it at your own risk. If you I have if, backup iPhones, that's why I, mm-hmm. I, I do it. And also. The reason why I don't like putting it on spare phones instead of putting it on my daily driver is because I'm using all the features, right? And then mm-hmm. if I find something, find a bug somewhere, I can report that to Apple mm-hmm. because I'm not using that other phone daily. Mm-hmm. I could miss a few things. That's yeah, why I'd like to put it up there, but that's why I have a spare phone. If you're a lot more happens, courageous. I can just swap my SIM card out. And you're a lot more courageous because I would not have the courage to do that my daily driver yeah it's, it's not i mean it's not for everyone so yeah so and uh, all right next on the chopping block we have something that uh, i brought up as well i was listening to a podcast and about the rumored apple ar slash vr goggles now i know that this is something that was rumored to be brought up at wwdc this year from what i've been able to read it looks like because of development the uh, issues or challenges it looks like it might not be announced until later this year maybe even next year uh i know they've it's not the first time they bring this up. Like it's it's been talked about. Like the you know the uh, was the AirPad whatever they had the uh, that charging pad that you can put all your devices no matter how you want it on it and it would charge oh, no problem. Air power exactly. So the uh, the fabled Air Power. <laughs> Uh, I believe you also had the car uh, that, you know, it's been rumored for so many years. And, you know, uh, I know there's people working on that or I don't know what exactly they're doing. I think doing, the but Project Titan, it's called Project yeah, Titan. Yeah, Project Titan, yeah. Uh, and this is another thing that, you know, it's rumored. And you know, I think if I were to look at all three, I, I were to believe that the AR goggles are probably going to be the next thing that actually is, is probably going to come to fruition. But, you know, when is this thing going to come out? Uh, I can guarantee you that this is not going to be for the generic consumer because i'm sure this is going to have a pretty hefty price tag of like over a thousand probably two three thousand dollars at three thousand yeah yeah so definitely not for your average person it's going to be for those uber apple fanatics who are pretty much you know um love the <laughs> apple products and want to play around with the latest and greatest right. uh and so hey for them if they want to try it out go right ahead i'm not forking out three grand for a pair of ar goggles even if i had vision i would not fork out that kind of money but you know to each when, the, when the apple watch first came out i didn't buy the first generation mm-hmm. right I, I actually waited until the se came out um I think after <laughs> the fourth generation well first i didn't had I, I it was really cool i really wanted one but I just didn't feel that, okay, I, I need it now. And mm-hmm. I wanted p- them to like actually perfect it first. It was relying on the iPhone a lot and it's very slow, which I think that's what's going to happen with the mm-hmm. AR glasses, right? Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's something new. First, um, it's, a, it's something new, exactly. So I don't want to buy the whole thing first. But I will say one thing that out of, out of any other company um, who is like developing these AR headsets and stuff, 
I have a one. I'm a pretty 100% sure that there will be something called voiceover built into them. Oh, so yeah. We can't even use it. Right. And uh, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that they're going to make sure accessibility is built in. Now, I, I, I'm not right. surprised. Uh, a lot of the mainstream companies like Google and Apple, you're pretty big on accessibility and right. I'm pretty certain that, yeah, it's going to have it. But again, the price tag, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be there for a select few who can afford it. Most people will not be able to afford it. Most people won't will say, you know, that's too high of a price tag. I don't want to spend that much money, which I don't blame them. I still haven't bought a pair of AirPods Max because I'm not forking out $900 for a pair of studio headphones. I'm waiting for them to drop down in price. And I've got a couple of uh, gift cards. So I'm going to use that when the price ever comes down. So uh, yeah, there's some great things that Apple comes out with or Google, but sometimes the price tag is just a bit too steep and I'm not willing to spend that much money. So yeah, we'll see when they, you know, Hopefully this year or next year they'll announce these goggles. I look forward to seeing what they're going to come. You know, I just it's not because it's it's Apple. It's because I can I kind of see the potential of what this might come uh, might bring to the future. It's you know it's I don't know for me it's I'm looking forward to what could come out of these glasses. You know, augmented yeah, reality. It might you know change a lot of stuff in our lives. We don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, I actually agree with you because I've also heard that they're also working on AR glasses. Which um, oh, that's what this goggles. is. That's what this is. What it is like the AR slash VR. I think it's gonna be more no, AR goggles. But yeah, there's AR glasses that actually look like actual glasses, but these are like goggles. They're like uh, really, yeah, yeah. These are like they 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 have like displays inside them. Yeah, I would have thought that they would have glasses. Like the, the, the glasses would have the lens and everything that you could see. And yeah, those are coming later. Oh, I, th- I just thought it was one product. I didn't think it was like two different things. No, no, things. no. There's, there are two different things. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. I just thought it was like, oh, air goggles would be like air glasses, and that's it. Like, there's the one product, and that's it. But wow. But I've also heard that apparently the next big thing that Apple comes out with, once they release this new thing, that Tim Cook is stepping down as CEO, oh, that he's waiting true. for the next big thing to be released from Apple before he steps down, which is I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. But, oh, you know, if, you know, I, I think he's been working there for how many years now? He's been CEO for quite a while i think i want to say six seven maybe eight years since steve job passed away and uh yeah it's, he's it, he's definitely been a good ceo definitely more on the business side if he does step down it'll be sad i'm curious to know who they'd bring to take his place uh, i hope it'd be kind of cool if they brought craig frederiki because i do like his hair oh yeah same here <laughs> <laughs> he's always like i think there was a meme for about you know frederiki's hair a while back ago or i think he had yeah. his own twitter account or something his hair has his own twitter account like, ah, that's interesting but uh yeah so we'll uh, keep our eyes uh, we'll keep our ears open to see what happens i think wwc uh, they have a, an um, event coming out in march 8th, 8th, I think, where I think they're going to be talking about maybe a new Macs and new iPads. Mm-hmm. And then June is usually around when WWDC comes around. If they around, come with so. an iPad, Mac, Mac Mini, I'm going, to, I'm going to buy that one. I'm not, not. I don't have a need for a Mac, man. I'm like, I had no, a Mac, Mac for a while. For the, I, it's, gonna, it's, it's not for me. It's for no. the whole family. Ah, okay. Um, oh, you're generous. Gonna, yeah, we're going we're gonna <laughs> to test it. If you want to buy me a Mac Mini, feel free to send me one too, if you, just yeah, in no case. Worries, just saying. All right, so next on our list we have here. So sadly, during our hiatus, BlackBerry is dead. As of January 4th, all BlackBerry devices running the operating system. Yeah, so it won't, uh, any, any smartphone, a BlackBerry that running the OS won't work for text messaging, phone calls, emergency, all that stuff. So yeah, BlackBerry is literally gone, which is sad because I know that they started oh. the big, them and Palm, uh, they were the big companies who started smartphones back in the day. I remember working uh, at uh, one of my jobs, people had old style Blackberries. I'm like, wow, those are really kind of cool with the keyboard and everything. You're talking and, about that uh, and they're a Canadian company too, I think. So sadly, right. you know. They're, yeah, they're, I actually have one right over here uh, with the, with the scroll wheel. Yeah, it's, I remember those you know, with the uh, keyboard with like the bigger. The, it's because it was it was more wide in your yeah. hand because uh, it had you know fit all the keyboard mm-hmm. inside and uh, the little scroll wheel, the little ball yeah. on the top. I remember the I love, uh, love spinning that thing. There was a BlackBerry Bold. That was the one I I, I kind of I remember when I used to um, uh, when I was working that where I worked we had a lot of Blackberries and my boss actually had a BlackBerry Bold. It was a very beautiful. Like the back was nice and leather. I was like, oh, I was like, I want one of these. And I was right. supposed to get a BlackBerry Torch, but that's when I you know lost my vision. I had to go on medical leave for a while. So yeah, unfortunately, I never had the opportunity of getting a BlackBerry. But I ended up getting an iPhone. So you know, yeah. uh, I know that you know Blackberries and the, the Palm Pilots were like the 
great great grandfather to the current model, uh, current modern smartphone. And I know back when Apple announced the iPhone in 2007, and then came out with the 3GS in 2009 for, and then they had voice. Uh, that was the first time they had voiceover announced. Uh, you know, that's when you know we, the blind community, were able to start using these devices and play around. Like for me, my phone, my first was a 4S, so uh, I didn't have a chance to play with the older devices. I did see when I had Vision, I did have friends who had the original iPhone. It was a very beautiful phone. Uh, it didn't do much, but it was still a beautiful phone. And now compared to today, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, um, so yeah, uh, buy the BlackBerry. Uh, you will be missed. It's, it's, it's a shame that they're dead, but you know what? It, they, they are definitely some of the foundation of today's smartphones. If it wasn't for them. I still have the BlackBerry belt loop. <laughs> my goodness wow <laughs> not the belt loop like it's like a belt case that you just clip onto your belt yeah, yeah. and then the, the little flap opens with the magnet you know with, with yeah magnets. i had actually i had the leather holster for the blackberry torch i when That's i knew oh, i'm gonna get one i'm gonna go buy one i was gonna go buy it myself provider and it was like it was like $50. I'm like, that's too much. And I looked on Amazon. It was like $12 for the same bloody case. I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to buy it here. So I ended up buying it from there. And I was, and then all of a sudden, oh yeah, you know, you're, you know, I, that's when I left on medical leave. I'm like, I'm not getting the torch. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> what, what? I, I bought a holder for it. What am I going to do with the holder? <laughs> so it's like, oh, well, I sold my holder and got rid of it. But I'm like, ah, I was came this close to getting a Blackberry, but ah, well. So another thing that we have, uh, again, something else that t- took place during hiatus was CES in January. Now, CES, I heard like the big highlight was I think BMW or Bentley had a car that changed color, which was rather interesting. I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. Uh, I know. Did you hear about that? Oh, yes, 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 yes. That <laughs> thing was so cool. The videos, watching the videos on the how the color car, you know, just changes colors. And mm-hmm. this person was talking to the person who was like, you know, showing off the car and uh, they were I mean, there were there were some gaps in it, which is you know, come on now, it's it's a, it's a, it's a prototype. It wasn't mm-hmm. meant to be on the streets. Yeah, they're concept cars. Those are probably never going to see the light of day. Or uh, right, but that was like watching that thing just change colors slightly. <laughs> it was like, whoa. <laughs> um, seeing that on the streets would have been more cool. But yeah, I I, I mean I don't think we'll ever see that. But no. <laughs> but uh yeah, also well, I, some, I wonder how the, like, like the scratchers scratches yeah that's like. something if you scratch if you get into like what happens if you get into an accident and, the, and the, like the front fender or the front of the car gets destroyed you know how much is it to replace those panels with uh, the change oh, color that's, that's got to be a, a see that's, a, that's that's great technology we got to think of the uh you know oh if, what if this happens it's how much is it going to cost to replace those those panels it's got, it's, it's not gonna be cheap that's why i think it was more of a concept car and just you know see what could be and uh, i know a lot of times i've seen yes i think ces is basically to see what can we do with technology. yeah exactly what can, how, how, well, how can we be pushed technology to here's a perfect limits. example uh, i was reading up on this the other day and i heard of i think it's called mojo vision they have smart contact lenses which are like goggles, but you put them, it's a contact lens, you put it over and you have like an LED light uh, screen on there. Uh, I don't know exactly what they do. Uh, I think from what I've heard, they're focusing mainly on the sports industry. I'm not too sure, but I don't know. I just like, wow, like we heard of glasses, but I never heard of contact lens. I'm like, that is interesting. Uh, that is, uh, yeah. I think it's called M-O-J-O, I think. And it's like, Oh, interesting. Okay. So yeah, it's, I, I think it was like a couple of years back they were there and they were still like kind of prototypes. And I think this year they were still kind of prototypes. They weren't like, you know, ready to be mass produced, but still like interesting that, oh, you know, some companies are actually overlooking glasses and going straight to contact lens. I'm like, that'd be interesting. But uh, yeah, there was that. Let's see what else was there here. I saw this um, thing for cats. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, that- cats? Yeah, for cats. Um, It's like this smart... It's like this smart house thing for the cats, and it has their like their their food bowl. If it gets empty, you get alert on your phone saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. the, the cat ate the whole thing." You may want to re- refill it for the cat. Wow. Um, it would if it like goes to the washroom, it like cleans <laughs> itself somehow. Wow. And while it's on the washroom, you know, doing its thing, it also weighs the cat. <laughs> So, oh my goodness, wow! Yeah, and then there was like a mini fountain for the cat to drink water from. So it was, it was this whole thing. Um, I remember if, I, seeing, if I find the link, I'll send it to you. Yeah, I remember seeing something. It was a while back, uh, many years ago. It was this type of bowl system that you? Uh, it was like a smart bowl, and if you had like multiple pets and they had different diets, you could actually add. I think to their collar. I think it was either the collar itself, or you could add it to the collar. And when they walked up to their food bowls. 
only the lid, like they all the bowls had lids, and when they walked oh, up to their bowl, the little. lid would lift up and only allow them to eat their food. And if another, like if you had a cat and a dog, and the cat walked up to the dog's bowl, it wouldn't open. It would only open their bowl. And when a dog walked up to their bowl, then their bowl would open, but not the cat's bowl. And I was like, that's actually kind of you know intriguing that you know if you, it's good for you have multiple pets you don't want them to you know you know cat to eat dog food and dog food to eat the cat food right. uh you know they might get sick or something so um mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's it you know technology is pretty incredible the way it's moving but there's also i think i just also read it was like tcl which is a big tv maker i think they have smart glasses as well uh, so yeah smart wearables are are pretty much popular nowadays uh, it's pretty interesting there was one I found, uh, I think it was rock climbing or biking or something. There was this exercise size machine mm-hmm. and it uses like the projector and they will like show you how to do things. And if you're not doing it correctly, cause it has all cameras all the way around, they will teach mm-hmm. you how to move your arms, put your, you know, everything. Wow. Increase your strikes. So it was pretty cool. There's also another thing I saw. Um, they were replace your little sticky notes with L, uh, LED, uh, LCD or they were, yeah, LCD tablets. I'm like, what? <laughs> so basically, so you have these little LCD panels that will re- replace sticky notes. Like, I don't know if you ever saw these. So most of the time in office supplies, you have these little white, uh, yellow sheets of paper that have a little yeah, sticky, sticky strip notes. at the top. So some companies are actually looking at replacing that with LCD little panels. I'm like, oh my goodness, really? But because instead of wasting paper, they're trying to like, I guess, you know, so you can put these small little stickies all over your desk. Some people like having, you know, mini stickies all around their desk. Yeah. But now with these, now you can go actually erase them and you reuse yeah, it's them. Like, you already right? have a phone. Which I get it. <laughs> you have a Yeah, I know. You have a phone. That's where I wish the Apple, the phone actually has like pen support mm-hmm. like the, the Android does. Or Samsung phones do. The, mm-hmm. the, at the S Pen. Some mm-hmm. people really love that, right? Like the, I guess the for the iPads, which kind of make more sense to me, like on, use an iPad for that because you have a bigger canvas to work with. Mm-hmm. Throw the Apple Pencil on there and like have your notes. Um, but I guess some people just like to have notes always just there in front of mm-hmm. them. And when they, you know, they just flip, when they don't want to use them again, just throw the note out yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I just like, and I just saw that to, uh, yesterday. I was like, mm, interesting. LC, little LCD screens for sticky notes. Interesting. But again, like, you know, CS is all just you know, what could be, what uh, potential, what right. uh, the potential of uh, technology, what we could do in the future. And there you know, having like smart contacts, that. smart glasses, and you know, little LCD no, uh, sticky notes. That's kind of interesting. Right. There's a notebook that, that, that they made like that. Oh yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know, I, I'm always impressed. And, or oh, have you just, seen this erasable notebook where you put it in your microwave and it clears itself out? No, <laughs> you haven't seen this. It's actually it's actually you can buy one right now from front of Amazon. Wow, uh, it's a I notebook. Know. You type, you write your note, and I think it has like a special pen that that it comes okay. with. And when you're done, when you fill up the book and you don't need the notes anymore, you put it in the microwave. <laughs> For like wow. a minute, and it clears well, up the thing. My boss actually he uses this special binder. I, I, I'm struggling on the name, but apparently they got markers on the page, and you can write you know cursive and everything. And then you can take a phone, your phone, and take a snapshot. It'll upload it to Google Drive. It'll index the text. It'll do OCR on the on, on the cursive writing. Uh, or your handwriting, it'll do cursive and it'll upload to Google Drive. It'll index all the text so that way you can search and find your notes. They even have these little, I'm struggling with the name, but you can also add these, they they sell separately these little uh, add-ons you can add to a whiteboard and do the same thing with a whiteboard. And they're just basically little markers that the camera uses to kind of, I guess, focus on the text and OCR it. Uh, scan OCR and then upload it. Uh, and like, this is today. You can buy this stuff today. I'm like, wow, okay. Like if I have my vision, this would be kind of cool to take my notes by hand. You know, you could put diagrams and everything, draw it in, on the piece of paper uh, or the, the this reusable paper. And then you just take a photo and boom, it just uploads it to Google Drive, does the indexing OCR and everything. I was like, wow, I'm actually, where where was this when I was in high school or college, man? This was, it'd be kind of cool to have this stuff. There um, was one app that I found um, that... I think the actual company, what a sticky notes actually made mm-hmm. where you can just take your camera and you take a picture of your actual sticky notes and yeah. it will convert your handwriting into wow. a text. <laughs> I don't think you'll recognize my handwriting. My handwriting is terrible. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, you, you, you need to have a clean handwriting for that to work. Properly. Yeah, so, but yeah, we we're talking earlier about the S Pen. Uh, also, something else that took place recently is Samsung had an event. 
and they announced three new phones, uh, the S22, the S22 Plus, and the S22 Ultra, which from what I've been able to understand from other podcasters is that it looks like the note is no longer going to be like they're not doing the note anymore so the ultra is replacing the note i think they also came out with three new tablets they have i think the galaxy tab s8 the s8 plus and the s8 ultra so i don't know i've I've yet to see reviews from people about them i know some people have gotten their hands on these phones and tablets i think mobile syrup uh it's a canadian blog i listen uh, i read a lot i think they did a uh, they they kind of talked about the s20 uh, the new uh, the new phones and the new tablets uh, i haven't seen any in-depth reviews yet uh, i haven't looked heavily into that yet but no it's, it's interesting what samsung is doing like i have an s20 fan edition and it's kind of nice it's nice and bulky it's got a nice size to it and the cameras are pretty good uh so i don't know i'd love to get my hands on one of these to see how they you know how are they with talk back are they snappy and responsive and it'd be kind of be fun to be able to play with the the s pen as well uh, i know the ultra has the s pen built in uh it'd be kind of nice to be able to play with that so uh i think even the tablets the the s the tab s8s have the pen as well. You can. I, th- I think the Ultra might come with the pen. I'm not too sure which one comes with it, which one doesn't. I think the Ultra comes with the pen. Yeah, so it'd be... Uh, oh, it's, and apparently the, 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 the tablet version of the pen is a lot bigger than the uh, the phone version of the uh, of the pen. So, yeah, it was, uh, it's, it, I'm always interested to see what other companies come up with because obviously, you know, competition breeds innovation. You know, having Apple always... It's not the greatest, but if you have like Google, Apple, and Samsung and Microsoft always competing, it helps everybody improve their game and you know step up their game and make it better so yeah it was pretty cool seeing those new phones unfortunately apple having brought the price tag of an average smartphone to over a thousand bucks a lot of these companies are doing the same thing i heard like oh when apple took the headphone jack away samsung was mocking them and what did they do they took the headphone jack away uh they mocked oh yeah, they mocked the notch and like ah, and then what did they do? They put a notch on their phones. Uh, it's like same they, with the chargers, right? They, they, yeah, they it's the oh yeah. Why are you taking off the the the, the break? I'm like, uh, and you no, know, Samsung took it Why off. Our it's, phones, our doesn't, our actually includes one, right? And then yeah, phone, and then sometime later yeah. they take it off. It's like. It's like, I, I understand that for me. Okay. Yeah. For, for eco-friendly, they want to make sure that they don't, they don't have too much waste, but it's like, I don't know me. It's like, if, if you're going to do fast charging on some of these phones, you better, like, I don't know. I don't know if the S 22s, if they have, I'm, I would assume they probably have the charger, the charging bricks. I'm not too sure. Don't uh, don't don't quote us on this. Like I said, we're not professionals in any sense of the word. Uh, We do little research on this. Uh, We (laughs) I just glimpse on some of the articles I read, and I don't memorize them or anything like that. So yeah, we uh, don't don't quote us on anything. But uh, yeah, it's I I would hope that they uh, some if you have fast charging, that they should at least include the fast charging brick that way you don't have to hunt and buy your uh, buy it separately. Um, But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I, I don't know how I feel about not including the charging bricks. I know I've got plenty of the five watt charging bricks I got from my uh, phones or uh, oh, other devices. I'm like, you know what? I, I, I use those and that's about it. <laughs> but, uh, oh, well, that's why I like to just buy one hub that has like four or five, six ports and just mm-hmm. plug that in my wall and just keep, keep using that. But then for traveling, you need something smaller. Yeah. I think well, I have Anchor the, makes- Anchor think, makes something awesome. Yeah, the uh, Nano. Um, Nano. I think it's an yeah. 18. I bought an 18 watt charger. It's the size of the five watt little charging brick, a little cube that Apple makes. And it's about the same size, but it's a USB C connection. And I think it does 18 watt. I love that yeah. little thing. Uh, I have yeah. it in my backpack whenever I go out somewhere. I always have it, that little charging brick. And I've got the cable to go with it. It's I'm great. looking to get this U green one. It has four ports. It has two USB, sorry, one USB A and three USB C ports. Hmm. And that one, that's, it's 100 watts. I wanted to just keep that in my backpack. Hundred watts, hundred watts, yeah. Oh my goodness! Well, and I'm it's surprised like, you're not. You know, could you throw it's, it's like, like a? It's like an iPad um, charger. You know the you know those twelve yeah. watt. Chargers? Could you throw like a, an egg on that and cook breakfast with it, or? It doesn't get hot that okay. much because it doesn't. Uh, what is it called? They use this new GAN tech technology. I don't know if mm-hmm. you heard that one. Yeah, uh, gil- gallium something gal- nitrate. Gallium nitrate, whatever. Yeah. it's called. I don't know. Gallium nitrate. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah the, the 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 anchor one I've got is the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a GAN charger, but it's yeah it's pretty incredible what the, these little things can do. Like I love it it's for I think it was like thirty or forty Canadian dollars. I'm not too sure what the price tag was at the time when I bought it, but it's a uh, pretty good little charger. All right, the next on our list we have uh, in app purchases. I think you brought this up. Yeah, so I was wondering what do you think of 
Apple charging 40% or 30% on these well, purchases. I know, well, I will start off saying that I know that Apple built a store, right? Mm-hmm. Apple built a store and th- these developers are putting their apps on this store. Without this store, those apps will not mm-hmm. be, uh, you know, discoverable, for, for, discoverable from other users, right? Mm-hmm. Is thirty percent too much to you? Do you think? I personally ask? think it is. Um, uh, like for me, I don't develop an app. I'm not a developer, so I can't really speak on behalf of them. But I think thirty. Like I, I get it. You know, Apple. You know, it's like they make this shopping mall, and they have all these different storefronts that people can rent and sell their their product. And I get that. Yeah, they want to have a little cut. I think thirty is a little bit too much. Uh, I think fifteen percent might be more reasonable because they do do they they did do something. Um, where if you make less than a million dollars, um, I think it's a year. Yeah, you drop um, it down. What's the percentage 15%? on that? Fifteen percent. Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen percent. That's not so bad. Yeah, it's and then if you make more than a million, then it's thirty still. Yeah. Uh, I, but again, Google does the same thing. Yeah. Well, it's it's that's the thing is when you look and at like at the Sony. the Xbox Store and PlayStation and uh, Google, it's all thirty percent. They all charge a thirty percent cut on 30% all cut. purchases. Uh, so it's the norm or the standard in the industry, apparently. It is, I'm yeah. like I said, I'm not in that industry, so I don't know. I still think 30% is a bit too high, but you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. What do you think about that? You, I mean, I, 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 I had something in my mind, but I, before I brought this thing up and, but I forgot it now cause we haven't recorded in a while, <laughs> but uh, I should have not put, put notes, but anyway. Um, so I personally think, 30% is a little bit too much. I think maybe, mm-hmm. I think 15%, put it in, put it in somewhere in the middle ground of 20, 20%. Mm-hmm. 20% is, I think is fine. I mean, I, again, I'm not a developer. I don't own the store, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, but 20, 20%, I think, is should be good. It should be 20%. That way, mm-hmm. it's like an equal ground from both. Yeah, it's not like Apple can't afford it. How much are, where are they worth now? Over three trillion dollars now? Yes, three trillion dollars. <laughs> so it's like, it's like they <laughs> like, couldn't I'm afford it. I'm not targeting it. just Apple, I'm targeting yeah. all the stores, right? I'm saying Sony's store, I'm saying Google's mm-hmm. store. But then there's something else going on. I want to put in the same topic here is the side loading. Yeah. Should you allow other like okay, Epic. Epic has yeah. their own store. Right? Epic has his own, their own their own store. Yeah, that's but, a, um, Apple. Kind of worms. A- Apple does not allow third party stores on iOS, but they allow third party stores on macOS. Yeah, you know what? So I've I've listened to a lot of podcasts and read a, like. For me, the whole Epic Apple thing. I'm sorry, Apple uh, Epic to me is a bunch of crybabies. Uh, you know, oh boy, boo hoo, we're losing money on that. Not it's like no, come on. These are the rules. You obey the rules and that's it. Side loading, I I think what they should do is do exactly like Mac OS. Give the user the option to enable that if they want to. You know, you can have the default setting being only within the Apple uh, the, the the app uh, the App Store, but give the user the choice uh to say, "You know what? No, I'm going to I want to uh, open the gate. Uh what's it? Uh, what's that feature in Mac? Is it gate something?" Um if <laughs> There's a feature in Mac that you can go and change your the level of security uh, for the App Store if you want to have external um, uh, apps uh, apps or only internal. Uh, and I think it's Gateway. I think I want to call it. I'm not too sure. But yeah, if for me, I would think it'd be better if Apple does that. Just give the user the choice to enable. Like they can leave the setting by default to say only apps from the App Store, but give the user the choice to say, you know what? No, for more advanced users who are willing to take the risk, give them that option to enable that setting and say, you know what? I want to accept apps from outside the App Store. Uh, I think that would solve a lot more problems if they allowed that instead of being no, we only allow apps. Like I can understand why they want to trying to keep people in the app store itself because one for me when i'm looking for an app I don't know, i'm always afraid that you're going to get some garbage and as good as apple can be to try to keep an eye open on apps that are coming into the app store they're not perfect those some apps are they're going to make their way there. through you know going to uh, like for example wordle that's a big game and a lot of wordle clones were on the app store and people uh, apple decided to cut them all off which i think is a good thing because they were just there to like the original game was free and then here's companies bringing in and saying oh yeah we're wordle and we're going to charge you a subscription fee and you know and I, I, to me i don't think that's wrong i'm glad apple cut those off right. uh, but 
from like I can understand wanting to have knowledge that anything you download here is secure. It's been which vetted. I think when you brought up the, the the point of hey, we'll put a switch in mm-hmm. the settings app. If you want to install it, there you go. Now you have it, right? Yeah. Not that many people will know about it. Like average consumers will not uh, know not know which about is fine. Switch. But those who right? are really techies which is, which, which want is fine. I think it's. It, only the techie, techie people really want this option, not average consumers. And mm-hmm. what I'm also kind of afraid of is there's still a lot of things out there on YouTube and say, hey, how to download, you know, this, this, this. Mm-hmm. Or how, how, how can I make my phone do these cool little things? Yeah. But then people watch those, those YouTube videos and they try to follow the steps and now instantly now they're hacked. Yeah. That can well, happen, well, which I think Apple's trying to avoid, um, hmm. prevent. Well, it's like jailbreaking your phone. You know, people, you can jailbreak your phone and open it up, but you do that at your own risk. I don't recommend you do it. Uh, I don't it's do it. I tried it when I was younger with an iPod Touch, and now with my iPhones, no, I just, for me, I don't want to mess with it. I just want it to work, so I don't play around with those more risky things, but, you know, to, to each your own. If people want to try that out, go right ahead. But you do that at your own risk. I know Google, they do that. You know, they allow only within the app store, but you do have a method to unlock it in order to allow side loading. But you know, to me, I, I don't see why Apple can't do that. You know, just add that option, have it locked by default to say, hey, you know what? We're only allow apps from the app store. And if people are techy enough and savvy enough and know how to turn that option off so they can go get uh, they can sideload, then you know you do that in, in your own risk. But you know, give the people the option to do that at least. No, don't just say, you know what? No, we, we know better than you. Uh, it's better if we keep this locked. I can kind of understand a little bit why they're keeping it locked, but I can I can also understand the other side of uh, of the story saying, you know, no, like give the people the option. Like we buy these things, we own these devices. Now, sadly, we don't own these devices. We're kind of renting them from Apple. We're not really we don't really own these devices. Same, um, like all you know, these, you know, music services. These are services, right? They're not. Mm-hmm. We're not owning these things anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes, we buy them every month. We're basically renting them, right? Mm-hmm. We're not buying them anymore. We're not like music, TV shows, like Apple TV Plus, Apple Music. You pay every 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 month for it. You don't. Oh, I I, I buy the film, but I download to my computer, so I have a copy of it. There you go. <laughs> uh, I always want to have a physical. That's why I don't like. I know some people will have Apple Music and they'll download music from apple music onto their phones i don't do that i go to itunes i download it uh, I, I buy it i download it to my phone i have a copy on my computer and then i have i also keep a copy of my whole music library on an external hard drive so that way if something happens to my pc or my computer i'm not out of luck you know uh, i can actually really, i have a copy of my library if you really want apple music songs you have to download it download the music mm-hmm. and then uh turn your phone on Put your phone on, on airplane mode and never put, connect that phone to internet again, and then mm-hmm. cancel your cancel your subscription. <laughs> but you cannot add any more songs to that. Yeah, song. the problem. As, as soon as you turn on Wi-Fi, it has that that phone has internet connection. Yeah, and it realizes, hey, you don't have Apple Apple, Apple Music anymore. Those songs are gone. <laughs> well, for me, the only reason why I have it is because I have uh, Home Pods around the house, so I like to have uh, be able to tell, hey, Shlomo, start uh, play this song or play this album or stuff like that. So I like to be able to have that ability to play music around the house, right. and I don't want have to worry about I, I, like most of the time i'll just tell shlomo hey play my purchase playlist shuffled and then all the music i bought before on itunes will just start playing and shuffle so but uh yeah like I said, it's it, it's great for us to have that option at the end of the day like you know you buy apple you know what you're getting into it'd be nice if they actually gave us that option but you know at, at the end of the day it's their choice to make uh we don't know i don't i'm not crazy about it but you know i still keep buying iphones because for me it's like I just want the thing to work. I don't really care much about. It. I just want it to work, and and for me, it's like eh, I'll stick with Apple for now. But uh, yeah, all right. So next on the list we have is Wordle. Um, has been fun. bought by New York Times. Uh, from what I understand, so for those wondering what Wordle is, it's it was a very popular game that started a little while ago. Uh, it was a website you can go to, and you could basically, I think it was a five or six now five letter word. And you had six tries to try to guess the word. And every day uh, you had a different word and everybody had the same word. So it, it was not like it was like a sort of a, a group, a community game you could play and you could, you know, post your scores and it would tell oh, how many tries before you get. It wouldn't tell people the word. It would just say, well, it took me five shots to get this word to get the word of the day. And it was a great game. I never played it. Um, I know there was some shortcuts you could download from the apple shortcuts app to allow you to be able to play it or i think it was a google chrome extension you could add that would actually because what happens is when you try to guess 
uh, you put the letters in the, the five spaces, the different spaces will light up different colors depending on whether I think yeah. red means that oh this is oh, this letter does not gray it, it, gray is that it's not showing up it's like that that's mm-hmm. not the it, it the nice thing is it would actually gray out the letter and it would also gray out the the letter on the keyboard so you don't click it mm-hmm. okay so that's that's nice and then if it's in a wrong wrong if the the character that you selected. Uh, was actually right, but it's in the wrong spot. It's yellow. Mm-hmm. But if you get it right, then it's green. green I think. Yeah, it's green. Almost like a, like the lights at intersections. You no, know? red yeah. means stop. Yellow means you know proceed with caution. Green means go. <laughs> so <laughs> I wish there was red, but there is no red. But there's this is gray. Yeah, it's you know I'm happy for them. Um, you know I think he was doing uh, the gentleman was doing it for free. I think it's I want to say his I name think, is John uh, actually is listening to MKBHD's podcast. He actually invited him on there. I'm trying to see if I can find the person's name, uh, but I th- yeah, I can't remember his name. But I know he was on a podcast with MKBHD. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, I, th- I want to say it's John Wordle. I'm not too sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm happy for the gentleman who did this. Uh, apparently, I heard another podcast. Apparently, it's like it's just um, a JavaScript with a. So you can literally save the, the the website with a JavaScript file, and you have Wordle on your computer, and it's still going to work. So I don't know how that works. I have an experiment with that, but I heard of the Max Accessibility Roundtable podcast. They actually talked about that, that you, know, you can just download the website and download the JavaScript and there you go. And Wordle is going to continue working no matter what. So that's great. Um, I mean, I bookmarked the page. Almost. Yeah, I never, I never, I, I, I checked the page out. I didn't have the extensions, but I'm like, yeah, it doesn't work. I'm like, eh. I, See, I, I pre- it doesn't use the built-in keyboard. You have, no, there's it's like a keyboard on the screen that you have to type in. Yeah, that's what you mentioned. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> I, it'd be kind of cool if they actually had an iOS version of this. It, it would go to the site and you could play it through the uh, mobile app, but eh, I don't know. Like New York has it. New York Times has it now. I think he was given up to like six figure amount so that's definitely over a million dollars for sure but hey if got some money out of it from new york times hey for two for two files the website and the javascript file he was given over a million dollars like hey great for him man that's awesome uh i think like what three i think it was like three to five million they just say it it was a six figure amount i'm like great okay the guy was given that and you know, he's uh, for two little files that he created. Hey, great! Happy for him. That's awesome, man. I mean, sometimes you do you have to do the simplest thing in the world, and then you achieve something really big. You know, mm-hmm. well, it's fun because <laughs> I think it's, everybody it's, can play it's it. Luck. Everybody can like. I know that once uh, they added that shortcut or that extension for uh, Chrome, uh, blind individuals were able to play it as well, which is kind of fun. And it was like again, it's like it's just, it's one word for everybody. Uh, every day the word changes, but nobody ha- like uh, it's not a different word for everybody. It's the same word for everybody every, uh, and it changes every day. So it was like more like a sort of a community type of game. It was kind of fun. I will will mention one thing before you do play it. Don't hop on Twitter or anything because there will be words. Yeah, what, what I'm probably is. not gonna play it. Uh, to me, like, no, I'm no, not, no, I'm saying other oh, are listeners. Oh yeah, <laughs> listeners, if you are willing to play this game, yeah, don't what, go stay on away social, from social media because there will be spoilers out there. So <laughs> yeah, so all right. So next on the list, uh, you added AirTag update. I don't know what this is about. Oh, an AirTag update. Yes, AirTags. So people or well, Apple, I you know Apple already built this into their software, but they've actually. What it is, is people are actually trying to locate or, you know, use, use AirTags the wrong way. They're trying to, mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to put AirTags in people's pockets or purchase cars. Yeah, stalkers do that. To- stalking, they're basically trying to stalk people down. It is not okay. No. These are not. These are not meant to, you know, stalk people. These are to find your items mm-hmm. like keys or purses or whatever. Don't put them on your... See, what's first makes me a lot about this is that Apple's gotten a lot of flack for this. But the thing is, this is new. trackers are out there. There's other trackers. You have Tile. You have Tracker well, the uh, is- without the E. There's more advanced GPS beacons or stuff that you can actually... There are far better than these uh, the AirTags. So this I is not new. with you, but the problem is which I understand is that these are very, very cheap and they work really well. No, I these mean, aren't that cheap. What are you talking no, about? Like, the tiles and trackers were more cheaper no, than no, this. No, no. Yes, they are cheaper. They are they are, they are cheaper. The tiles are cheaper. Yes, I agree with you. But not, not many people own them. These things work so well because there's so many Apple devices out there. Yeah. Right? 
tiles. If yeah, you, you had to you had to have a tile uh, and have and the app. Another person and then, in the world has to have a tile around it for it to update the location. Mm-hmm. Which, if you um you know are on a, like I know I think there's there were people out there who like were tracking other phones, um not phones, sorry, other other air tags. And this person was checking the location in, the, in his car every ten minutes, or, mm. or every every five minutes. There were there was an iPhone nearby, and it and it actually updated the location. Mm-hmm. There's so many iPhones out yeah. there in the world, right? And it's not only just iPhones; it's all Apple devices. Yeah, see, um, which uh, so don't put then then this major update. Basically, I know before when you like, let's just say I put I slipped an AirTag in your pocket without you knowing, mm-hmm. and you walk away. And now I can, uh, you know, I can check. I think before every 20, in like 24 hours, it, it, it realized, hey, if the owner hasn't, if the owner wasn't with him for 24 hours, we're going to start, you know, alerting, mm-hmm. uh, started making this beeping noise. And on on its phone, yeah. we're going to, you know, alert him, say, hey, there's a air tag near you being, it, it, someone's trying to tra- follow you. Do you, uh, you may want to you know, find it and take out the batteries. And mm-hmm. it actually showed you how to remove the batteries. Well, batteries aren't that complicated. You, you unscrew the back part and you pop the battery out and voila, it's done. There you go. It takes yeah, like exactly. less than a and minute. And now there are so many cases that Apple has, Apple has actually working with the police uh, when there are these, mm-hmm. um, these, uh, uh, what do you call them? These cases, they, they will take them to, to, to the police and Apple will work with them and they find the serial number and they locate mm-hmm. them with their Apple IDs. Now, I think they should, these, cause there'll be a problem with these all, you know, all these years. I, I will tell you that they, there will be a problem with these. Mm-hmm. They should, instead of linking them to their, uh, to your Apple ID, they should be linking to your government ID or something like that. Uh, that no, way, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 listen, no government way, ID, man. That, that way, if no, no, People will won't won't do this kind of thing, right? Oh, people um, will find a way around this stuff no matter what. It's like I said, it's Apple's getting a lot of flack over this because they're a popular company. They're in the news a lot, so that's why you know, uh, uh, oh, air tags you can be followed. Like, no, it's I'm sorry, but there are other GPS devices which are far better than air tags and tiles put together, and so professionals will use more better quality, better stuff to track people it's like it's not because it's because it's apple so that's why it's in the news but it's like people say oh poor like no it's baloney come on Uh, tiles you have other stuff that's far rather than this that can be used and it's just because they're they're trying to you know not ruin apple's credibility but they're just it's just because apple's an easy target they're right there so i'm sorry it's i just well i want to also mention when you do set up the air tag now uh it will tell you hey don't use these um it's like a little <laughs> yeah. you know, message saying hey don't don't, don't use these use for stalking these. <laughs> people yeah don't <laughs> yeah don't use this for stalking um <laughs> and we are working with um yeah uh, it's just i don't know i just letting I, people know hey don't do them i but, see the i, mean, I, I see this and i'm like it just makes me laugh because i'm like there are far better things out there to track people than air tags and because it's apple the, you know, the news and journalists are, are focusing on Apple. <laughs> Apple's you know, not it doing it. I'm like, it's like, come on, seriously. There like, are a lot of things out there. What Apple did and people go after. Yeah, them. it's because they're a big company. Have you, have you ever seen another phone with you know when whenever Apple has Bend Gate or His Gate or this gate that gate? Yeah, no other phone had that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Samsung. Really? Yes, seven. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I think the S7 was the one that exploded battery. Well, that was a, that was like a major, major thing. Yeah, I think it's because from what I remember from that time, it was because no, like, like, they no, tried like his, to make a big gate. battery. The 7, and 7 Plus had a hiss gate where it had the chip was making hissing noises. But anyway. No, I'm talking about the Samsung Galaxy. I think it was the S7. Seven, no, Note 7. Was it the Note 7? I thought it was the S7. But it was one of the, phone, one of the Galaxy 7, S phones that because they made a, the battery was really large and they tried to make the phone so thin and the battery was so compressed that it just, it, it caused the battery to explode. Uh, yep. So yeah, that was a pretty, yeah, it's, that it was a pretty bad thing. So People yeah. Having explosions in the elevators, it was all that whole Not a good thing. Like, yeah. Oh so it's, uh, you, know, it's uh, you don't want to explode your, uh, your customer's heads. I, it's kind of a frowned upon, but uh, <laughs> anyways, I, don't know, I just, 
it's just when I see these stories, you know, focusing on Apple, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Apple's not perfect. They're, you know, sometimes they do things that are not good. I, I don't like Apple for certain things, but sometimes when I see these articles about, oh, the AirTags, you know, they're, they're using this for stalking, I'm like, you know what? There, you are aware there's, there are better things out there, GPS trackers, which are far better and far accurate than AirTags are. And yet those you know, people aren't focusing on those. They're, fo- they're focusing on Apple mainly because, oh, it's a big tech company. So I just, I see that. I'm just like, seriously, people like get a life. Stop bugging. Stop being so, uh, stop being jerks. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, so that is, we'll do it for this month. I don't know if you have anything else you want to talk about, Saj, or... No, I think yeah. it uh, was a very pretty good episode. Yeah, so I'm glad. You know, I'm, I'm happy that we're back. Uh, again, I do apologize for the delay and the hiatus. We are, again, like I said, life kept up rather busy. And uh, we will try to do this at least once a month. So hopefully, probably around mid to end of March, we'll, we'll come up with another one. But uh, in the meantime, I was, uh, I'm was i your host, Daniel, with my co-host, Sajin Deep. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can email us at contact at ibytes.tech. That is contact at E-Y-E-B-Y-T-E-S dot T-E-C-H. We now have a Twitter account uh, you can follow. Uh, you can follow us uh, follow us on Twitter at iBytes Podcast. So that is the at symbol E-Y-E-B-Y-T-E-S podcast. And also we have a YouTube channel. Sag, I will let you talk about this one. But if ever you want to find uh, the YouTube channel, you can find it at iBytes. That is E-Y-E capital B-Y-T-E-S. Uh, you want to make sure you put that capital B because there are apparently two other iBytes channels on YouTube. And I'll let you, Sag, talk more about that. Yeah, so the iBytes podcast will be oh no, podcast. The iBytes YouTube channel will be about technology the or technology or some items that I bought bought from Amazon or other places and we'll review them over there and how accessible they are if you know with how how well they work with with Apple devices and mm-hmm. and all of the other things and I know Daniel is also trying will also make um <laughs> Not yeah, only Daniel, I will do too. Uh, we'll we'll have individual episodes on the podcast channel talking about different products, and we'll do re- reviews. I think you're mm-hmm. working on one right now. Yeah, um, I have. I so yeah, like Saj was saying, like we we won't just have like these episodes where we're talking about what's new in world of tech. There will be other ones. Like I there's one I want to do. It's on uh, a Tefal Opti Grill, which is a smart George Foreman grill. It's made by Tefal. Unfortunately, I'm trying to find the right equipment <laughs> to buy some. I tried buying some lapel mics that just did not work. So I'm looking for stuff to you know a way of recording that in the kitchen, so that way you get to hear everything that's going on, all the beeps and the sounds of the grill. So that will. Uh, that will be coming up soon as well. So yeah, it's pretty cool about the YouTube channel. Like uh, for those wondering, you sad you'll be responsible for that because I'm interested in the YouTube. It is channel. more visual stuff. And <laughs> yes, we are not making a you know we're not making a, this YouTube channel to make a video form of this. Mm-hmm. Not yet. I, I don't know if we will ever do that, but uh, <laughs> just let you know. It's not for that, though. Okay. So, yeah. So, just look for the, uh, the the name. Make sure you spell it right. It is uh, case sensitive. I was like, when I was looking at that, I'm like, wow, we have here one. I think it was like all lower case. It was, uh, I think it was German. I'm not sure. There were a couple of gentlemen. I think they were Germans, but it was like, okay, well, somebody already has this name. That's kind of interesting. But uh, so, yeah, that will do that for this week. So, again, you want to reach us by email, Twitter, and now we have YouTube. You can uh, check out that when Sad starts posting some stuff. And uh, yeah, so on another th- as well, um, you can check uh, me out as well on the Accessibility Moving Forward podcast with the, the big R, Mr. Randy Woo-hoo! Rusnak. Uh, we just recorded an episode yesterday talking about mandolin slicers and the Instant Pots. So that will be hopefully be coming out soon. So anything you want to plug, Sag, or? No, I think no? that's that's awesome, man. I mean, uh, we talked about the the YouTube channel and you starting another podcast yeah. well i didn't start you. another podcast it's uh we explained in the last episode that you know uh one of the episodes that randy did uh before uh i think it was number 32 when he talked about his concept two rower we jokingly said that uh that episode he was showing how he put a motor on his concept two rower and he was rowing and, and using it on the lake and everything and we jokingly said that how he used that to you know he got lost and somehow made its way up north to canada and i found him on the shore and then that's how we met and and uh he just you know uh, we actually met through clubhouse so he's like oh you should uh you know um 
you should hop on and uh, you know uh, help me out with the uh, accessibility moving forward. So I've been helping out with that. So it's uh, been a lot of fun, and it's it's like there's not competition with this one here. Uh, iBytes is still my number one podcast. It's the one where we started <laughs> together. But I just could not pass off the opportunity to co-host with a podcast legend, uh, which is Randy. So uh, he is uh, a wonderful man, uh, very funny, uh, weird sense of humor, but funny anyways. And uh, yeah, he's been doing this podcasting gig for so many years. I'm very happy for you, man, that you got (laughs) it. Got to do a podcast with a with someone who you've been listening to for a while, right? Yeah, I've been listening to him for like at least 10, 15 years. It's been a while oh, since okay. I, I want to say, maybe not that long. Actually, I started listening to podcasts around 2005, but I want to say more around 2011, 2012 is when I started listening to podcasts that were more blind centric. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun being able to podcast with him and keep me busy with two podcasts now. But uh, yeah, so anyway, so we'll end the podcast there. So like I said, you can email us, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, and you can also follow us on uh, YouTube. So yeah, thanks again for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, catch you next, uh, next month. So live long and prosper. Have a good week. Bye.